It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Uh, we are looking out the window right now at what I would call a blizzard. Full on getting dummied with snow and wind. Oh my and god, yeah. It's slop in Calgary. Yeah, it just looks gross out there. Yeah. It, just uh, gross. <laughs> there was it was the kind of morning where there was like more more traffic issues than you could even read. Mm-hmm. So and in fact at one point you read the whole traffic like an auctioneer. Maybe I'll even put that on the podcast. Of course it won't be relevant whenever you're listening to this, but You can hear worth- my attempt at an auctioneer. <laughs> it was worth hearing, I think. <laughs> it was worth hearing. Uh, also on the show today, of course, it's Wednesday, so we have a heritage moment. Uh, a strange DJ name Shauna came across. Another Fortune 500 business. Some white girl sayings. The snobs are back, inspired by a TikTok where this woman was essentially doing the snob segment without knowing it, I think. Totally. Uh, we're going to talk about Shauna's mustache. The goat of duos. An insult you could throw at someone. We think it's pretty funny. And a bit of redneckery. After your out of context clip of the show. My name's Todd, but you can call me the Vagician. <laughs> B and S in 20 minutes or less. There's this clip going around online right now. I don't know if you've seen it from the NASCAR race this past weekend. I don't think I have. No. Okay. So I don't know the first thing about NASCAR. So I'll try my best to explain this to you. But it was in the Xfinity 500 in Virginia. And one of the drivers, this dude, Ross Chastain, he was in 10th place. And he needed to make up some places to get into the championship series coming up this weekend. Um, So in the last lap, there was no room for him to really overtake. So what he did is he just floored it, put it into the wall, and he rode the wall what? He rode the, the the wall with his car all the way the, around the outside of everyone, and he ended up in fifth place. Oh, my God. So, like... that is that not incredibly dangerous? Like You would think so. Holy like, you, crap. You would, you would think it'd be Just incredibly... aim for the wall going Mach 100. What? <laughs> yeah, it was unbelievable. Like, he's going so much faster than everybody else. Holy crap. Against the wall the whole time. That's insane. And it worked for him. He wow. made up five places and, and he made it into the series this weekend. So, uh, now there's this, like, debate, I guess, in NASCAR whether or not that move should be allowed because they said, yep. I mean, if you can just do this, mm-hmm. are we going to end up with, like... Everybody just hitting the wall? 20 cars riding the wall Holy in the last crap. lap just to try to do what he did. Yeah. The, the wildest thing is that he said, um, when they interviewed him afterwards, he said it's a move that he used to do in the 2005 NASCAR game on GameCube, on Nintendo GameCube. Oh, my God. That's where he, like, learned this move, and he was like, I thought he'd go for it in a real race. It- Okay, these games need to come with, like, this may not work in real life, you know, headlines, <laughs> or maybe we shouldn't try this in real life. I don't know. I always think that, like, deep down, all of us, every one of us, no matter how upper class you are, how hoity, t- everyone has a bit of redneckery down in them somewhere. Uh, yeah, it's true. Certain things bring it out, yeah. you know, whether it be, you know, explosions or uh-huh. uh, or watching this video. Like, you watch, you watch this video and you just feel a bit of redneckery in you. Did you just uh, <laughs> involuntarily go, like, yeah! Who was yeah! that? Get him, dig it! Who, oh, wait, yeah! who said that? Who's oh, that? Oh my God, that wasn't me. <laughs> that happened to me recently. I was in an Uber with, with a bunch of my buddies and it was a new... Um, it was a Hyundai Electric mm-hmm. Uber. Like I forget, it was like what the model is, but it's electric. And we were talking to the driver. He was a nice guy. And I was like, "How?" I was like, "Does this thing really go?" He's like, "Oh, watch this." The next light, he like flipped into a different mode and stepped her down. Oh yeah. And I, I, I no, involuntarily, I was just yeah. Woo-hoo! I know it just it sometimes <laughs> happens. It's true. 
Oh my God, that was. Where did that come from? Pardon the redneckery. I don't know. My inner Terry just popped out. The BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. A friend of mine just tweeted this photo of herself, and uh, the, the caption was, Somebody just said, nice costume to me, and she was just wearing her regular clothes. <laughs> okay, t- to be fair, she dresses a little hipster, so she was wearing, like, jeans and a jean jacket and this, like, this trucker hat, and then I'm sure she had, like, an ironic saying on her T-shirt. I wouldn't be shocked, but still, like, that's a... That is super funny. That's I was like, that's what, a that's really a, funny bit. That's such a to-do to someone? Like, I was like, that is hilarious to do that. You should just do that regularly. Like, just go up to people in their regular clothes. Hey, nice costume. Especially someone... I would never do this because it's so mean, but especially someone who really, really thinks they've got it going. Oh, my you know, God. Someone who's yeah. got it really out there. Just to give them a complex. Sick they look costume. Down. Oh my god! Oh, although here's my question: If you're a turbo hipster like like this friend, yeah, is that a compliment or is it an insult? She, it was an insult to her. It was an insult to her because I'm wondering, like, because she had a the picture like her face was horrified, and then she was put, tweeting what she was wearing and was like, I don't understand why somebody would say this to me. But you're, like, right. you're trying to dress different, right? Yeah. You're trying to look different, mm-hmm. so yeah. Maybe it's like, yeah, Maybe for I'm some so, would- my style's so out there, people don't even know if I'm dressed up or not. Just like costume, though. I don't think that's the way you want. Like, even nice look is one thing, but going, hey, nice, nice costume. <laughs> cool costume. You just walk, you'd see everybody look down, like, what am I Flick a piece wearing? of candy at I, I'm never going to wear this again. <laughs> BNS in 20 minutes or less. A few weeks back on the show, you were talking about the greatest acting duos. Yeah. The greatest, like, actors that work in pairs often and do multiple movies together. Yep. Um, but it got me thinking about like, what if you expanded that beyond the acting world? Like, who is the greatest duo of all time? Oh man! And it might be difficult to compare across disciplines, but like, who is the most successful? Because I mean, like, to find someone that you work with really well. Yeah. Are we like so not fictional duos then? Because I like immediately go to you know Bert and Ernie or Mario and Luigi, <laughs> those kinds of duos. But yeah. they didn't make an impact as actual humans maybe, so maybe we could do fictional duos another, another time, time but okay. we'll, we'll stick with the real world here okay. who's the greatest real world duo because i mean you might be tempted to like look to the entertainment world and say like lennon and mccartney well that was i was gonna say that off the bat too making keith yeah beyonce jay-z mm-hmm. um, abbott and costello mm-hmm. laurel and hardy sunny and Cher. yeah all these duos yeah but there was a couple others that, that sprang to mind when i thought of this well i mean Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. That's a... We said historic duos. Yeah. Not fictional. Well, you know... Edgy, bro. I'm going to (laughs) say... Nothing to that, but I mean that that is a, a very iconic duo. Okay, yeah, no kidding. The uh, you might the even OG say the, of duos. You might even say that. Yeah, you might, you might even say that. <laughs> the very original, the first duo. I was thinking Watson and Crick, who discovered. DNA, okay. but that one's tough because there there were other people who had hands in it too. Like they shared the Nobel Prize with Maurice Wilkins, I think. Yeah, and then uh, what was her name? Rosalind Franklin was but also part of that discovery. Massive discoveries like that. I think there are so many people involved. Like yeah, because you're building on the work of everyone that came before. Yeah, right? um, that's a good one though. So the other one I thought of recently, we were talking about the goat of websites, mm-hmm. and you said you thought Google was the goat of websites. Yep. So maybe Sergey and Larry. The founders of Google. 
It's so funny because I don't even know those names. No, Sergey Brin and Larry Page. Yeah, like so. I've heard them and they don't stick, which is also most unfortunate because the duos that do stick are the entertainment duos, right? Yeah. Even though these ones are more important, probably. Ones probably had massive discoveries. More of an impact on our lives. It was their algorithm that like propelled Google to the top of yeah, the top of the it's internet. It's not a bad so. option either. I can't think of anybody that may have had more of an impact in terms of duos. That might be. Well, it's. I mean, if you, it's the top website, so it would be the top. Beckler and Shauna. Boo. Oh, oh boo. Boo. S in 20 minutes or less. I was told on the weekend, Beckler, by numerous people that I look good with a mustache. <laughs> Four different people came up to me. I was in costume at the time, and I was sexy goose. So it was just like I had Goose's mustache on. And and four people told me that they're like strangely that that looks good on you like you could get away with that. See, and I had a real hard time with it. You did. You couldn't take me no, seriously. I couldn't even really look at you. We're I up on got... stage and you were so awkward about it. You're like, I cannot look at that mustache. Well, because you, you, you were trying to keep it on, so yep. you kept touching it. You I kept, kept touching. Yeah, like stroking, stroking my mustache. Like, oh, yeah, man. Uh, if I wish I had a little, me. little, little <laughs> that wax, I could have, you know, curled it up for you as well. But people said it looked good on you. People, yeah, people were like, it's super weird to even say this out loud, but they're like, you kind of somehow that works for you. And I was like, what does this mean? It means I'm a handsome woman, Beckler. <laughs> my handsome woman. I love the term handsome. Oh my god, she was a handsome woman. She's. Like, I didn't know. I was like, do I take that as a compliment or like, what do I do with that? That is a weird thing to say. Maybe you're a mustache kind of girl, Shauna. Well, the good news is, is as I get older and I start growing whiskers and stuff, maybe I can just really lean into it. You know, <laughs> really work on growing out that stuff. You go to see your esthetician. Yeah. Leave the mustache. No, 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 no. I want it to grow in faster. Do you have anything to make that happen? <laughs> VNS in 20 minutes or less. I came across this pretty funny video on TikTok the other day. The account is Cassie the Rock Wilson. And I think she's just like making fun of people who talk about how hard they work. Amazing. How much harder they work than everyone else. Okay. Yep. The, um, the work braggers. I'll just play it for you because it's really good. This has been so crazy. I haven't even eaten lunch yet. But like I literally haven't eaten anything all day because of work and how crazy it's been. Dude, my meeting started at 8 a.m. I haven't even had time to take a shower. I actually haven't showered in like 12 days because of how crazy work has been. I am so busy. Like, I don't even remember the last time I went outside. Like, what's the sun? Sorry, I, I forgot what it looks like. Because work has been so crazy. I literally have so much to do. I don't even go to the bathroom anymore. I'm literally sitting here in an adult diaper. Last quarter, I had to switch my desk chair with a chamber pot because I'm a <laughs> That is so funny. Uh, it reminds me a bit of our segment, The Snobs. Yeah, totally. We've never done working hard snobs. We have done working long hours snobs. Right. People who brag about how long they're at work for. Which is pretty similar, yeah. Very similar. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I only worked eight hours in a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mother always told me that there are 24 usable hours in every day. <laughs> <laughs> if you aren't working 16-hour days, you're dogging it. That's what I always say. <laughs> you talk about taking days off. I don't remember the last time I had an hour off. <laughs> well, there may only be 168 hours in a week, but I normally put in around 170. <laughs> well, the schedule just says me as I work all the hours. Forget seeing my family. I don't remember the last time I saw myself. <laughs> <laughs> Less. Well, we were in Banff on the weekend for one weekend only, obviously, and uh, I think we learned something interesting while there. Banff is basically the mecca of white girl sayings. 
all the gift shops oh and stuff. Oh my God, you enter any yeah. of those stores and you just get slapped in the face. <laughs> it was hilarious because there were so many friends and listeners that were out there and people who were submitting all these white girl sayings they saw during the weekend. It was a big so, weekend for field research, wasn't it? Oh my it? God, I was getting mm-hmm. all these pictures. Yeah, I saw this tea towel and this mug and like there was one, <laughs> Justin sent me a photo of a wine glass and it said, this is my work from home mug. Oh, cheeky. Right? And then cheeky. home isn't a place, it's a feeling was a sign that Matt Berry's girlfriend sent like me. That one. There was a tea towel that said weekend forecast, 100% chance of wine. Another <laughs> wine glass that says mama needs some wine or pairs well with wine. Like, oh my God. Wow. Everywhere. They were everywhere. That's heavy. It was a bit crazy. That's some great stuff. Yeah, it I really never is. thought about it. Tons of that going on in Banff, hey? 100%. Yeah. Uh, also, I saw this recently, but Walmart had a, a sale on Live, Laugh, Love wallpaper. And I was like, this wallpaper. is really funny. A clearance on wallpaper that said Live, Laugh, Love. So you don't have to stencil it yourself. It's already on Which, the wallpaper. Like, who wants that? Okay, not, like, Live, Laugh, Love once is one thing, but having wallpaper where it just says it over and over and over again. I was going to ask, is it a repeating yeah, pattern? it sure is. Like, that is a bit excessive, is it not? Like, yeah. just a constant reminder. Live, laugh, love. Did you get that? No. Live, laugh, love. No. no Am I no, in the no. Joker's Live, house? Laugh, love. <laughs> it's like, holy crap, that's a lot. You know, like, when the, in the, it's a TV trope, too, where you come into someone's room, they want to show the person's lost it, and they've scribbled all over the walls yeah. and stuff. That's what it would look like. They totally would. <laughs> this looks like some white girl has lost in her bedroom, okay? Liam! <laughs> VNS in 20 minutes or less. Got one of the better Fortune 500 submissions we've received in a while. Oh, yeah. This was from the Airdrie Dad's Instagram account. Um, and I believe we've talked about the business before. It's a waxing salon called Foxy Box. Oh, God, yeah. I forgot about Foxy Box. Which is a really good pun. It's great. There's several locations here. This picture was from the one in Cochrane. Yep. Um, but better than that still was what was stenciled on the window. It said, Vagicians. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not magicians. Vagicians. But vagicians. Oh, that's, that's I guess, good. Inside are the vagicians who will work magic. Work on your Foxy on your Box. Hoo-ha. Mm-hmm. So oh I thought that God. was just hilarious. That there. It kind of sounds like the name a, a college frat boy would use for himself, you know? <laughs> My name's Todd, but you can call me the Vagician. The magician. <laughs> I'm the David Blaine of Sin Caves. I can make my rabbit disappear. <laughs> oh. The Chris Angel of Piss Lilies. Just call me David Snapperfield. I'm a magician. My tulip garden. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh, great Fortune 500. Oh, that's great. great. Work. great work. PNS in 20 minutes or less. It's such a clean pun that I'm surprised we haven't seen it anywhere else. I know. know. Referring to things as vagical, mm-hmm. working some vagic, performing like, a vagic trick. When when we were talking about terrorists and terrorism. Yeah. And I was just like, it's just one of those that's so obvious and I have to like, think about it in my head, but somebody has to say it out loud. Like somebody has to. Yeah. It's just like, it's right there. It's too easy, isn't it? Magician is right there. You don't see a magic trick? Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my word. That is why you come to this show, right? Yeah. That's why you're here. Pull all kinds of things. (laughs) My Uh, magic hat. (laughs) (laughs) Magic the Gathering. (laughs) (laughs) Never know the... The secrets of the magician's hat. Vagic hat is definitely a name for a sin game too. Like that's just <laughs> your little studio vagic going on here. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. 
This could go. This could go on forever. Once the brain starts working that oh, way, I know. it's like, well, this is it's magical. This is it now. <laughs> um, we were mentioning the, I guess, semi blizzard that's going on in Calgary right now, and this is the kind of day where it's just like. I can't like wait home to get home and like just cozy up by the fire and see. I not wish do anything. I want a fireplace so bad. Like get one of those electric ones. I know. Like go on the wall. I mean, it's not the same as like a wood burning fireplace, but they're still really nice. I've thought about that. Even though I actually almost bought one of those. You know the long flat ones yeah. that are like those are so cool and they give off the heat still and they give do. you that steam like cozy feeling and they look awesome. Yeah. We had one in our Edmonton house and at first I was like, yeah, is this kind of lame? And then I loved it. Yeah. It was awesome. I'm definitely I'm buying a fireplace today. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, no, I got a fireplace guy, so... <laughs> do you? I got a fireplace guy for Oh, you. good, good. Yeah, I, I'm please. working on my Rolodex of guys. Yeah, you got you to gotta get a guy for everything. got to get a guy for this. I mean, everything. Yeah. Uh, you know where else it'd be super cozy, Shauna, is in a Shade Homes paired home today. Oh, yeah. That wasn't my best work. No, um, but a little fine. clumsy. A little clumsy on the segue. It's okay, you know. Move in sooner to one of Shane Holmes' quicker possession duplexes. Starting from the 490s, these 1,624-square-foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next-level soundproofing. For more info, visit ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. You can't always make magic. <laughs> Okay, that saved it. Nice work. The BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. X92.9 traffic. Friend of the show, Colin, texted and said, since there's so much traffic and you don't have time to read it all, why don't you do it like an auctioneer? That's a- you think you're good? Okay, well, I'm going to give, it, gonna a give go. it a go. All right. <clears throat> There's a crash on Richmond Road and Glenway Drive southwest, a crash on Crouch Hill and University Drive northwest, one southbound Deerfoot south of Seton Boulevard in the southeast, another in the southeast at southbound Deerfoot and 212th Avenue, one in the northeast from McKnight at Center Street, blocks eastbound right-hand late. Crash on the southeast of Manhattan Road and Ogden Road, blocking two eastbound right-hand lanes. The trailer load has lost its truck and is hanging on the center lane eastbound, starting between Deerfoot and Métis Trail. Crash on the southeast of McKenzie Lake Boulevard and McKenzie Lake Way. Woo! I am impressed. Thank you. I don't think you tripped up once. I'm out of breath. Look at you. I'm out of breath. What a professional. What a professional. The in 20 minutes or less podcast. I don't know how I came across this, but uh, there's a local DJ who's playing a show coming up here. But he, his name is DJ P, and not the letter P, but P-E-E. His name is DJ P, like you have to whiz. <laughs> Interesting choice. Now, I have to admit, like I don't know a, a ton about DJ names, but this seems like a bit of a strange choice, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm, Undesirable, I'm, perhaps? I'm not sure I necessarily want to become famous known as P, DJ, or otherwise. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just that's... I'm not sure. Is there some sort of story behind this, do you think? Like, did he pee himself on stage once? Or is he, I mean, just a big fan of P, you know? Like, Even then, it's not a very it's not a very cool name. No. <laughs> no, I just really dig P, the color of it, the smell. Just a big P oh, fan man. over here. So DJ P, that's what I'm going... Like, what? Maybe it's like, it's kind of like we were talking about deliberately gross band names, deliberately yeah. offensive band names. There's a bunch of them playing. It was a big winter classic this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then actually a friend of the show messaged and said, check out my, my my cousin's band from Red Deer called Hooker Spit. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's a metal band from Red Deer. And so DJ P and Hooker Spit could be together. And I mean, there's that band called Fart Barf that's playing. Yeah. So maybe DJ P is in... Yeah, you're right with the bodily fluids Maybe thing. Maybe it's the new band names trend. Because band Super names do go weird. through trends, right? There was 
everybody was the something for the longest well, we time. We talked about that with the big winter classic, and I'm saying that, yeah, the, yeah the, the big trend now is is bodily fluids. It's gross. Just find whatever the grossest name you can come up with is. It's so weird. That'll get their attention. Yeah. DJP. I'm DJP. Let's get nasty. <laughs> the PNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I forgot to mention this earlier this week, but at one weekend only this past weekend, uh, at the venue at Melissa's Mistake in Banff, they had like the TVs up all around the bar, and they had the X logo, the X929 logo up on there, and then like uh, they would cycle through different messages. Yeah. Like there was the OWO2022 hashtag. Mm-hmm. There was one that said, only rooks go too hard on night one. <laughs> Which is solid advice. Very for solid we, advice. Everyone, everyone makes that mistake every year. Pace yourself. And then there's my personal favorite because it's something I say all the time. Mix in a water. Yeah. When I got into the bar and I saw that, I was like, oh, that's hilarious. They put mix in a water up on the screen. Yeah. It's um, true, though. I mean, you got to mix in a water. got to mix in a water. Now, you know the story behind mixing a water, Shauna. I don't know if I've ever told it to, to everybody else, but um, my brother was at a pool party like many years ago, and there was one girl who was really getting after it. And one of my brother's buddies went over and patted her on the belly and whispered, hey, mix in a water. Oh, my. <laughs> Which... And she was just horrified. It's just awful. Like, it's just so... Patting her on the belly is the, the awful part. Saying, like saying to mix in a water mix in is a not. Water. Oh my <laughs> mix god! One in. And uh, we've said that ever since. Yeah. And this poor girl, I mean, she's horrified at the time. She would be even more horrified to know that it was flashed all over the TV screens at a bar in Banff this past weekend. <laughs> But pretty funny. Oh, my God. And words to live by. Definitely. It's, you right now, mix it water. Yeah, it's true. Whatever you're doing, mix one in. <laughs> yeah, one in there. We and S in 20 minutes or less. A Calgary Heritage Moment. Have you ever wondered why Princess Island Park is named that? Princess Island is the park right beside the Peace Bridge in Calgary, directly across from Eau Claire. It's often mispronounced Princess Island Park. But the name of the park actually has no ties to royalty. Peter Anthony Prince was a man who came to Calgary in 1886, and he was the one who founded the Eau Claire Lumber Mill. Prince then had a mission. He wanted to make it easier to float logs down the river from Kananaskis and closer to the Calgary Sawmill. So he deepened an already existing channel across from the mill, creating a peninsula. Eventually, the middle section of the peninsula was destroyed, creating an island. That island is what we now know as Prince's Island Park. In other words, this wasn't always an island, but the logs that used to float down the river eventually made Prince's Island what it is today. Prince also formed the Calgary Water Power Company, which powered the electric streetlights in town. The idea came to Prince one night after he slipped on some mud and decided that lights would be beneficial for the safety of Calgarians. This was in 1886, and from there, electric streetlights were born. At the time, however, the streetlights were actually powered by sawdust from the mill. Prince then built the city's first hydroelectric plant, which was near the east end of the lagoon. By 1893, he was generating electricity via water power using the current of the bow. Peter's passion didn't end there, however. He actually owned the first gas-powered car in Calgary. He built a flour mill elevator, which later became Robin Hood Mill, and was president of the Calgary Ironworks Company, which later built Calgary's very first traffic bridge. His most successful venture was certainly the lumber mill, however, to the point where Prince became known as the Lumber Baron of Calgary. The Eau Claire Sawmill was Calgary's primary source of lumber until the First World War. This mill helped Calgary become a major logging center of Canada and was in operation until 1945. Prince passed away in 1925 and is buried in St. Mary's Pioneer Cemetery. The Prince estate donated the island to the city in 1947 and it's been enjoyed by Calgarians ever since. This has been a Calgary Heritage Moment. 
You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.